Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. Free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here today. I hope that this finds you all well, everyone's staying strong and healthy while staying at home. And I sure do look forward to seeing everybody in person in the next couple of weeks. We sure do hope to be able to be in the gym uh, in the very near future and pray that we can find a safe alternative instead of having to stay at home every day. Uh, But we've certainly tried to take advantage of the uh, time at home and tried to keep you guys as well as we could through the process. Uh, Whenever someone asks me about doing a detox, if they feel like I should help them to detox, um, I always tell them that I feel like the most effective detox is a fast. Um, Not a juice cleanse, not uh, cayenne pepper and lemon juice, not, you know, not any type of, um, you know, multi-level marketing product, uh, but just simply to fast. And so my recommendation for someone, if they come back from a vacation and they've just been blowing it for an extended period of time is always to try to do at least a dinner to dinner fast. So at least put yourself in a position to where, you know, you decide that you're going to have dinner on, Saturday night and then you're not going to eat again until Sunday night and that fast uh, During that fast you would just drink water. Um, You could drink black coffee with stevia if you'd like to uh, But water would be fine throughout the day as you're drinking the water I would recommend supplementing with sea salt and that would need to be mineralized sea salt so Celtic or pink Himalayan because mineralized sea salt is going to have uh, your balance of electrolytes in it. So you'll be getting sodium, potassium, magnesium, calcium, chloride, and that'll just help to better balance those electrolytes for you while you're going through the day and not actually taking in any sodium or taking in any potassium through your food. So understanding the importance of getting that type of sodium and that type of electrolytes uh, throughout the fast so that you can kind of limit the amount of maybe headaches that you would get or uh, maybe fogginess, that can really help you a great deal. So if you've maybe not have a, had a successful fast in the past, why don't you try it with salt um, and also just make sure that you're not breaking the fast by having coffee creamer or MCT oil or anything like that. So really try to stay just water 
um, or black coffee. Then you could put some pure stevia in it, but it would need to be pure stevia. So there couldn't be any maltodextrin, dextrose, or erythritol in it. You want to make sure that there isn't anything that your body could respond to. So autophagy is what they call self-eating. Um, autophagy is, uh, I'm going to read a great article to you, which I posted in the um, group here so that you guys will have as a resource. For those of you that listen to me as a podcaster, um, this is from Rehealth, R-E-H-E-A-L-T-H. And uh, they actually have a, a pretty great blog. It's rehealth, R-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com. And this is for a life-changing detox. And it says that autophagy, a.k.a. self-eating, is a detox process that your body undergoes to clean out damaged cells and regenerate new ones. That's kind of what we're trying to accomplish when we do a detox, right? Is ultimately we're trying to get rid of bad stuff so that we can have room for good stuff in the hopes that after we do the detox, you're going to put yourself in a position to where you're actually going to start to eat clean and you're going to try to bring new, good, wholesome, healthy things in. The benefits of autophagy, um, you know, is that when you're when you activate autophagy, you slow down the aging process, prevent or delay neurodegenerative diseases, as well as reduce inflammation and boost your body's natural ability to function. Um, the word autophagy is meaning auto, self, or the fiji meaning eating. So over time, our cells accumulate a variety of dead organelles damaged proteins and oxidized particles that clog the body's inner workings. This accelerates aging, induces dementia, and increases the risk of cancer as well as all other age-related diseases. So if you're in a position to where you're thinking about uh, you know, really trying to cleanse yourself and you're thinking about doing a fast, you want to think about the benefits of it from a cellular level. I never suggest fasting for weight loss. I'm not that person that puts a person on a fast just so they can lose weight. I would put a person on a fast because I would try to benefit them from a cellular standpoint. And the way we would do that is by what I just mentioned. All right, how to turn up your body's autophagy process. The first thing would be to eat fewer carbs. So I know that probably isn't what you want to hear, but that's one way that we can turn it up. And it's only one way. There will be other ways that I'll mention, but it is just only one way, so don't give up yet. I know it's the first one, though. A ketogenic diet, a high-fat, low-carb meal plan, gives you an edge when it comes to autophagy. The shift from burning glucose or carbs to ketones, fats, that occurs on a ketogenic diet mimics what occurs naturally in a fasted state. That's why it can be so effective for so many different diseases. And it increases autophagy in its own right. So that's why you're seeing um, reports that it's benefiting folks with cancer. It's benefiting folks, and this is just a broad spectrum, but there are plenty of reports out there that they're using ketogenic diets with cancer patients. Also using ketogenic diets with, with uh, epilepsy patients, uh, autoimmune conditions to try to calm the immune system down. I know in the beginning when I first found out that I had an autoimmune disease, a ketogenic diet was life-altering for me. And it actually really was what made the biggest difference in the beginning to try to get me to be not so reactive to so many different foods. Um, getting to a place where my body wasn't as insulin sensitive was also very important. And, and making it to where I didn't have so many free radicals. So we have to remember that that's kind of what's happening 
with autophagy, when we're able to reduce inflammation, inflammation and boost our body's natural ability to restore our cells, we won't have that same level of oxidative stress. And that can lessen our chances for so many different diseases. Now, second way to increase autophagy would be meatless Mondays. I like the way that they put this. Once or twice a week, limit your protein consumption to 15 to 25 grams, contrary to what every bodybuilder says on the planet or every protein powder salesman. Uh, this, gives you your, this gives your body a full day to recycle proteins, which will help to reduce inflammation and cleanse your cells without any muscle loss. During this time, while autophagy gets triggered, your body is forced to consume its own proteins and toxins. So what I normally do on a day that I, instead of like a meatless Monday or something like that, I, um, I actually fast for an extended period of time. And then I might bring my protein source in just through broth, just by using bone broth. And, you know, I mean, you'll actually get a decent amount of protein. So the amount that it's suggesting, the 15 to 25 grams, if you bring enough broth in, that's how much you'll actually get. So instead of just a meatless Monday, I've always tried to make it a fast, an extended day fast. And maybe it would only take me until four or five o'clock that day, but I would have plenty of vegetables, plenty of really good fat for dinner. And that is how I would handle lessening my protein. Um, and then I would try to take my protein in via bone broth. Um, so that's just one way of doing it. They're suggesting that, you know, you could just take it down to 15 to 25 grams in a day, still have meat at one, you know, one time that day maybe, but just have it a small serving or just go the whole day and not have meat at all. And that's what I try to do at least one time a week. Um, high intensity workouts. Autophagy is a bodily response to stress and high intensity exercise puts you in good stress sweet spot because it stresses you just enough to provoke biochemical change. You'll get just enough impact load to make your muscles stronger and induce autophagy without harm. Aim for approximately 20 to 30 minutes a day and give your longevity an, an optimal boost. Honestly, that's really all that I do when I do my cardio is I maybe do 20 minutes and then when I do my workout, I probably do another 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, I try to superset things and I try to move. Tomorrow I'm going to do a leg workout for you guys so you can kind of get a concept of what I would do. Um, I don't try to lift the entire gym when I lift. I mean, I really just do what feels right for my muscles and what feels right for my joints and what I feel like is keeping me tight. My objective is not always lift heavier, lift heavier. Now, another way to benefit autophagy is intermittent fasting. And that is something that I do at least five days out of the week. By skipping breakfast and eating all of your meals within an eight-hour window, you will increase your body's inherent autophagy process. Like a protein-specific fast, intermittent fasting gives your body a chance to catch up on all those lingering toxins by cleaning up in real time. The basic idea behind plain intermittent fasting is to eat all of your daily food in a shortened period and fast the rest of the time. So an eight-hour window really isn't that bad when you really think about it. I personally try to do a little bit shorter window when I can. Uh, it just kind of depends on if I'm working, what my schedule is, and I mean, can I even get to the food? That's really more of the issue. Uh, but maybe I'll eat at noon, and then maybe I'll try to shoot for being finished around 6. Some days that works, some days that doesn't. Uh, today I didn't eat until around 2. 
And so it really, you know, I'll probably go until around seven or maybe eight, but then I'll also stay up later this evening. So if you could try to stay within a six to eight hour um, eating window, six hours is uh, going to be um, progressive. So you're, you're challenging yourself basically, and you're trying to fast longer. In the beginning, I would suggest doing it for eight hours so that it isn't such a challenge. Um, ultimately what fasting does is it first is going to extend the growth hormone release that you have when you go to sleep and growth hormone is responsible for so many restorative uh, activities in your body and just growth hormone is the hormone that just helps to keep us young when you really think about when we're aging one of the hormones that we start to get limited on is growth hormone and that's what kind of promotes that aging process it's not just our skin and it's not just our body and it isn't, you know, it's, I'm not just talking about the way we look from an aging perspective. I'm talking about what happens on the inside and we go back to that oxidative stress. And so this fasting and this time-restricted eating is actually going to help to create a balance in such a way that it'll position you to where you're fighting free radicals and you're fighting that oxidative stress long-term, therefore fighting the chance of creating those diseases. So the, the fasting for me has been a game changer. The ketogenic diet in the beginning was instrumental in helping me to get to a better place. Now, I don't necessarily do just a ketogenic diet anymore, but I really don't eat fruit. So I guess you could potentially say that I'm on a low-carb diet, but really I eat so many vegetables that there's no way I'm in ketosis. And I don't even try to be in ketosis, although there were plenty of years where I did. And I have plenty of clients that I work with that I help to achieve ketosis. Because uh, it really, truly just helps them get rest. When you know which sleep personality you are, you can set yourself up and activate autophagy through your circadian rhythms or sleep-wake cycles. Now, what sleep style are you? Well, I mean, over time, there are books. This They're talking about uh, Dr. Michael Bruis, B-R-E-U-S, and he developed a quiz to help people to identify their sleep personality. Um, so you could look him up and try to see it's called the power of when and try to see how your body's going to sleep best but the reality is is that some people maybe won't feel better after nine hours of sleep or eight hours of sleep some people actually function just fine off of six hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep so the old you need to always get eight hours of sleep isn't necessarily the case, but you really do need to get quality sleep. And if you're not achieving quality sleep, your body is going to rebuke you. I mean, it will come back and it will harm you. When it comes to my immune system, if I have a stressful situation, and I mean really bad stress, I always know I have to go to bed and I have to get good sleep and I'll maybe take a melatonin and an L-theanine before I go to bed or take a bath because I know that that sleep is going to make or break rather or not I'm going to be able to not have an immune attack because of the stress. And we have been in situations lately where we've had some hard days. We've been told some hard no's. We've been handed some large bills and we've been told, you know, figure it out you know so those are adrenal uh, adrenal moments right so they're adrenalized you're you're feeling like uh someone's just cut you off and you slammed on the brakes like every couple hours and that's the state in which your body feels like it's in well your immune system will shut down pretty quickly in that state 
and it will especially shut down quickly if you have an autoimmune condition, for sure. Sleep has always been a game changer for me. I have usually one day out of the week where I can only get four and a half to five hours sleep, and the next day I always wake up to exhaustion. And it is a different type of an exhaustion. It's not a, oh, I didn't get to sleep last night exhaustion. It is my immune system is tapped out, it's zapped, and I may not make it through the day without catching a virus. And and it's a chronic fatigue scenario. Uh, so it's like... It's like dealing with mono or cytomiglia or uh, Ep- you know, Epstein-Barr. You, you can't put your finger on any one particular uh, symptom that you're having. It's just extreme fatigue, and that is viral at times. So understand that, you know, that lack of sleep, it can start to promote uh, your body's ability to not heal itself as eff- as efficiently as it should. So sleep is a big part of promoting proper autophagy for your body. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is glutathione and the benefits of glutathione. And it's gluta, G-O-U-T-A, thion, T-H-I-O-N-E, and the benefits of it. Now, this article uh, was written by Corey Whelan, W-H-E-L-A-N, and it was medically reviewed uh, by Dr. Rose Wilson, uh, PhD. And it's a great article, and it's just basic information about glutathione. I shared it for you guys. I would highly recommend that you read it. Of course, I'm going to try to give you a summary of it, but I would recommend that you get familiar with glutathione. It was also a game changer for me and has been for a number of my clients. Um, I will probably reference injections and being able to get a glutathione injection, also taking it in pill form. Uh, to be able to get a glutathione injection, I work with Dr. Richard Bly, B-L-I-G-H-M-D.com. And you do not have to be a regular reoccurring patient to be able to go to him for injections. You can just go there and get a vitamin injection or you can just go there and get a glutathione injection. And so right now, there's no better time to do something like this. And when I explain to you what it does, you're going to understand why. Another place that you could go for an injection would be Dr. Eric Naputi, and it's N-E-P-U-T-E. He does the same thing out of his office as well. Those are two local places that you could go to for this. As far as wanting to be able to actually buy a glutathione pill, my first suggestion for you would be to start with a place like O'Fallon Nutrition. See what they have. They are the experts. They're going to have good quality products, free from soy and free from corn. So I would highly recommend calling O'Fallon Nutrition or going to O'FallonNutrition.com. All right, glutathione is an antioxidant produced in cells. It's comprised largely of three amino acids, uh, glutamine, glycine, and cysteine. Uh, Glutathione levels in the body may be reduced by a number of factors, including poor nutrition, environmental toxins, and stress. Its levels also will decline with age. In addition to being uh, produced naturally by the body, glutathione can be given intravenously, topically, or as an inhalant. It's also available as an oral supplement in capsule and liquid form. Uh, however, oral ingestion, uh, oral ingestion of glutathione may not be as effective as the intravenous delivery for some conditions. You know, so for someone who's really dealing with some strong inflammation or maybe the need uh, to detox in a stronger way, you may really want to try to look into uh, doing the injections. 
they're not super expensive and they, they honestly can make or break someone's health and really make a big difference. So it just might be something worth considering. Okay, glutathione benefits. And these are very important. I really want you guys to hear these because they, they could be you know complete health changers for you. They reduce oxidative stress. And this is what I've been talking about a lot lately because it corresponds so much to your immune system and your body's ability to remain healthy and strong during these disastrous times that we're dealing with with viruses that are actually killing people. We need to be walking around with armor around our immune system. So we need to look at the toxins that we mentioned earlier, as in your nutrition, uh, anything from a, an environmental perspective, and then also stress as ways of just breaking down our immune systems. We have to be willing to fight for change and to make it as strong as possible. Oxidative stress occurs when there's an imbalance between the production of free radicals and the body's ability to fight them off. Too high levels of oxidative stress may be a precursor to multiple diseases. These include diabetes, cancer, and rheumatoid arthritis. Glutathione helps to stave off the impact of oxidative stress, which in turn may reduce disease. Uh, it, they also um, report a specific article from the Journal of Cancer Science and Therapy indicated that glutathione defic deficiency leads to increased levels of oxidative stress, which might lead to cancer. It also stated that elevated glutathione levels raised antioxidant levels and resistance to oxidative stress and cancer cells. So don't you wish that we were getting more of this, you know, uh, when we uh, go to the doctor? That's why I love someone like Dr. Bly. I love someone like Dr. Eric Naputi because that's what I get when I go to their office. It's proactive thinking. Dr. Bly is an MD and Dr. Uh, Naputi is a chiropractor, doctor of chiropractic, and I mean, they obviously do different things, but yet they're both so proactive in thinking about our health that they're setting us up with things like these types of injections because they're thinking ahead and how can they proactively protect us. Um, it reduces cell damage in alcoholic and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. I want you to hear this out because you might be surprised. I mean, your liver is such a big part of how you can remain strong and how you can have a good, solid immune system. Cell death in the liver may be exasperated by a deficiency in antioxidants, including glutathione. This can lead to fatty liver disease in both those who misuse alcohol and those who don't. Glutathione has been shown to improve protein, enzyme, and bilirubin levels in the blood of individuals with alcoholic and non-alcoholic chronic fatty liver disease. A study reported that glutathione was most effective when given to people with fatty liver disease intravenously in high doses. Participants in the study also showed reductions in I don't even know how to pronounce this, malodehyde, a marker of cell damage in the liver. And that article is posted on our group. Another small study found that orally administered glutathione had positive effects on people with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease following proactive lifestyle changes. That means changing nutrition. Uh, in this study, glutathione was provided in supplement form in a dose of 300 milligrams per day for four months. So what I want you to understand is that we have people all day long that, that we meet with that are walking around with fatty liver disease. And yes, 
changing their food is so instrumental. It's so important. But there could be some damage. And there are, are tools like glutathione that could go in and really, truly help to, to turn the corner for people, to put them you know, in a completely different direction with their health. So you just want to take advantage of this stuff. Yes, taking it in pill form would be excellent. But also taking it from an injectable uh, 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 form would be amazing. Uh, improves insulin resistance in older individuals. As people age, they produce less glutathione. Uh, researchers at Baylor School of Medicine used a combination of animal and human studies to explore the role of glutathione in weight management and insulin resistance in older individuals. Study findings indicated that low glutathione levels were associated with less fat burning and higher rates of fat storing in the body. Older subjects had cysteine and glycine added to their diets to increase glutathione levels, which spiked within two weeks, improving insulin resistance and fat burning. I mean, I understand that they're indicating that that would be beneficial for older folks, but I am sorry. I have to believe it's going to be beneficial for us. I also believe that so many people are dealing with so many different levels of stress that even though maybe they are not considered an older person, the inside of their body is acting like they are. And they're dealing with stress on the inside and it's damaging things in such a way that you wouldn't even know what age that they were if you check them on the inside. There are people walking around 10 years older on the inside than they look like on the outside. Increases mobility for people with peripheral artery disease. Occurs, uh, peripheral artery disease uh, occurs when arteries become clogged by plaque. It most commonly happens in the legs. One study reported that glutathione improved circulation, increasing the ability of study participants to walk pain-free for longer distances. Participants received glutathione rather than a saline solution placebo, were given intravenous infusions two times a day for five days, and then an analyzed for their mobility. Reduces symptoms of Parkinson's disease. Parkinson's disease affects the central nervous system and is defined by symptoms such as tremors. It currently has no cure. One older study documented intravenous glutathione positive effects on symptoms such as tremors and rigidity. While more research is needed, this case report suggests that glutathione may help to reduce symptoms, improving quality of life in people with the disease. May help to fight against autoimmune disease. The chronic inflammation caused by autoimmune disease can increase oxidative stress, something that I deal with on a regular basis. These diseases include rheumatoid arthritis, celiac disease, and lupus. According to one study, glutathione helps to reduce, reduce oxidative stress by either stimulating or reducing the body's immunological response. Autoimmune diseases attack the mitochondria and specific cells. Glutathione works to protect cell mitochondria by eliminating free radicals. Now, I could go through a lot more options. It says, may reduce oxidative damage in children with autism. May reduce the impact of, of, of uncontrolled diabetes. The last one says, may reduce respiratory disease symptoms. So the... N-acetylcysteine is a medication used to treat conditions such as asthma and cystic fibrosis. As an inhalant, it helps to thin mucus and make it less paste-like. It also reduces inflammation. 
uh, N-acetylcysteine is a byproduct of glutathione. Glutathione is found in some foods, although cooking and pasteurization diminish its levels significantly. Its highest concentrations are found in raw or very rare meat, unpasteurized milk and unpasteurized dairy products, freshly picked fruits and vegetables such as avocados and asparagus. Now, the forms that it can come in. Glutathione contains sulfur molecules, which may be why foods that are high in sulfur help to boost natural production in the body. The foods that are high in sulfur that could boost this naturally would be cruciferous vegetables such as broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, and bok choy, uh, garlic and onions, eggs, nuts, uh, legumes, lean proteins such as fish and chicken. Other foods and herbs that mainly uh, that help naturally boost glutathione levels are milk thistle, flax seed, uh, seaweed, and whey. Okay, so those are the things. I'm not trying to tell you that I agree with all those foods. I think we all know that I don't ever recommend whey or legumes. So, um, but th that's a natural way of doing it. So let's say you take the pill. Go ahead and try to work at getting some of those foods in there too. But if you're dealing with any of the things that I listed specifically, then I would really try to go in for a uh, uh, an injection for sure. For sure, try it. Try to make it a priority. Now, there are plenty of doctors that are actually still open doing that, you know, running clinics and doing that right now at this moment. Uh, but if you've really dealt with a great deal of stress on, you know, in these circumstances, I would highly recommend considering it. Uh, again, Dr. Richard Bly, B-L-I-G-H-M-D.com or Dr. Eric Naputi, N-E-P-U-T-E. -E. Both of those do injections. I've had them from both of them. Uh, I also get a high dose uh, injected vitamin C. I was actually doing that weekly before all of this happened. Uh, so I hope these suggestions help everyone. I pray for blessing and health for all of you. And I just pray for strength. I know that we'll be ending this, uh, we hope, pretty soon. And I pray that everybody goes out and uh, they, they come away from this different. They come away from this changed. I pray that Integrity Training Systems has helped you to open your mind to how you can live a healthy lifestyle forever. Not just for this 30 days, not just for this 45 days, but for the rest of your life, learning how to make good choices. Because if you want to secure your immune system for life, you have to start with your food. It has to be the priority. I pray blessing and I pray health on each of you. In Jesus' name, bless all of you. Thank you for listening.